Okay. Clap sync. Three, two, one. One of those sounded so delayed, but I think we're okay. Yeah, I yes. think that actually we'll is good. Well, yeah. There we go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how do we start yes. this, you guys? Do we like bullshit about Horizon Zero Dawn for like 10 minutes or do we not do that? <laughs> do we already do that? These are the questions. There was some gameplay out. If you're into that series, check that shit out. That gameplay is like, like 15 minutes long. It's awesome. Robot dinosaurs. Really awesome. Are they recording? Yeah, I mean, robot dinosaurs. Are they releasing yeah. the PC and and PlayStation? I don't know. Uh, yes, they are. Because oh, really? I know I, I looked it up, and I believe it's going to be released on all platforms. <gasps> uh, are you That's sure? Because well, yeah. like it's not on Xbox, or is that right? Far I, I looked I for uh, PC. No, I, I believe it's. And I believe it said. Oh, really? Because I swear I looked it up. Or maybe am I looking at the wrong Horizon Zero Dawn? It's probably the wrong one that I'm looking at, actually. I did accidentally type in Horizon Zero Dawn into a YouTube for a trailer, and I was like, this really looks like the old game for like a little minute earlier, <laughs> so I can understand. I don't know. I think it's an open question. Maybe, I mean, maybe people not. have the answer out there, but what I would say is that this is a classic example of something that might not come to PC right away because it's in Sony's wheelhouse. And Sony has a mm -hmm. fucking killer catalog. Like, they have games like fucking God of War. You know what I mean? They're not just giving that shit away. That shit's not on PC today. So, um, who knows? Yeah, I hope so, so. It'll probably... I mean, it, if it does go to PC, it probably won't be for a while, mm -hmm. unfortunately. It might be PS5 only. I feel the same only. way about uh, Senua's Sacrifice, the, oh, I the see. second one. Was that uh, later to PC? Uh, Well, because you get... I think it was Xbox only, but now it's available through the Xbox Game Pass. But I think Hellblade 2 is only going to be available for like Xbox Series X. That's crazy. Only, which is going to upset me because I really want to play that. And I'm not going to buy an Xbox just to play that one game. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, like I think Sony's catalog is really nice. Microsoft, at least for a while, was doing this thing where they were trying to get everything on PC as well as their Xbox. They were trying to kind of bridge the gap there and say, "Look, exclusivity not not as sick. Like, let's just let's just have everyone play everything." So, but Sony on the other hand is like kicking and screaming, like, "What? You want Horizon Zero Dawn like five years after it's made? Like, I guess so." Well, <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, like Last of Us is still playstation oh, yeah. only right yeah, yeah. and that the original is still playstation only so like the the new one of course is playstation only but the original is still so like that's the thing like, like even god of wars like that too so I, I and and ps5s can't be found right now that's like add that on top like you can't even fucking get a ps5 if you wanted to if you're like sick okay i'm down to throw the cash i want to play this fucking game good luck <laughs> do you know a scalper <laughs> I, I i think a lot of PS5 games are coming, like when, when you purchase the PS5 game, it comes with a free PS4 digital copy, I believe. At least that's what I've seen with uh, a lot of these games. Because I know Brandon was looking up Far Cry 6, and I think with Far Cry 6, it's like if you buy the PS5 version, it will it'll give you a digital copy for PS4. And he's like, this means I can play it, right? And I'm like, yeah. It Technically, does. yes. <laughs> Let's hope. It does. Where you spend sixty dollars and then it's like you don't get your digital copy. I mean, I don't know if it's like awkward timing wise, but like, I feel like the PS4 is like 
a little old at this point. I don't know. It still stuns every once in a while, but like you could buy it on PC too and hook a controller up if that's another way he wants to play it. I feel like that could be another badass way too. Right. Yeah, at least for Far Cry. Because like the thing is with Horizon, like it might be a PS5 only game. Could they really do that? Like this is the time of the generation where people would be doing like exclusive games, but they just can't because nobody has PS5. So like how the fuck? I mean, it's not that like they can't do it, but it's kind of devastating if they do like i think demon souls is ps5 only if i recall correctly yeah demon souls remake yeah yep i played the shit out of that game but i don't have a ps5 <laughs> so <there's, laughs> i have a ps4 it's in some fucking box in keenan's basement but you know that's close maybe um anyways believe horizon, it or not we did not hear to come <laughs> horizon Sorry. forbidden west will Go be ahead. released on ps4 too mm-hmm Okay. Do you know if it's on so PC? Does it say a... right there? Um, on Wikipedia, it does not say. The only things okay. I can find is it will probably be released on PC eventually. Oh my yeah. god, you guys were in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't fucking want to play it on PS4 if I could play it on PS5. Like I'd rather wait to play it on PS5 or PC personally because they're just so yeah. much better. I think I'll just wait. Yeah. yeah. But also then you get to PC and then it's so much better than that, right? Probably. Although again, there were some PS4 stellar games. Like like Last of Us Part 2 was insane. Mm-hmm. Like insane on that. I was I mean, I'm stunned. As someone who has a really expensive computer, I was stunned at what they could do. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have stuff like Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. you're just like <laughs> Yeah, that's the normal How could shit you do though. This? <laughs> yeah, you're 100 percent right. Oh my god, you guys! I always listen to the cyberpunk. Well, soundtrack. that that was always my argument when people are just like, "How how could you expect a PS4 to take on the graphics of cyberpunk?" And I'm like, uh, "Last of Us Part Two's graphics like mm-hmm. blew cyberpunk out of the water just with you know the attention they paid to PS4 ports." So. <laughs> I don't know. But see, PS4 like, still got some kick to it, despite being so old. But the thing is, like, that's the difference between someone saying, this is my only console I will build for, versus Cyberpunk, where they were like, we're putting it on everything. PC, they were putting it on Stadia, then PS4, probably PS5, I don't fucking know. Xbox, definitely. Like, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. then, like, they spread themselves so fucking thin that they were like, if this thing doesn't just run it nice out the box yeah and it was their own engine so like no no benefiting from all of the like cross-platform optimizations that other people have done true but like but shot themselves in the foot on it though right and as a consumer you're you're absolutely right to say like this is the standard that the ps4 is setting if you if you give it care but like can they afford to do that i have no idea but (laughs) but you're right though so it's like it's rough is so anyone? was there like some sort of like event this this weekend that because I there's a lot of gameplay trailers that released between Horizon Zero Dawn sequel as well as the Far Cry Six gameplay came out as well. Yeah, I wonder if it is all under State of Play, like that's a Sony run thing. I know that the gameplay had the logo for State of Play, which at least in the past, like I I don't really keep up with it too much. Is like a gameplay showcase place. Mm-hmm. 
Like that's kind of Sony's vibe. Like, did you see like their last E3 conference that everyone made fun of them for, even though I thought it looked fucking awesome, which was the one where they did like Last of Us and they also did Ghost of Tsushima and whatever. And they just did like four games and they just did hella gameplay of four games. And it was just like, I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was like, it was fucking awesome. They were like, what if we just showed you 15 minutes of Ghost of Tsushima or something like this? There's just some insane trailer. And it's just like, awesome. So I feel like Sony's still in that world of like, what if we just showed you gameplay? And like talked about it. <laughs> it was like, Which quite honestly, like I would I feel like a lot of people would appreciate that more. I mean, I, I love yeah. some of the cinematics that come out of a lot of these games that come out, but when you also like only show a ten minute cinematic and then zero gameplay. <laughs> yeah. You're just kind of like, uh cool. Yeah, it's like that was a good slash bad cinematic, okay. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's fucking video games, and half these video games aren't even known for their facial recognition technology, and so you're just sitting there. Like I feel that way with Far Cry. Like the characters are talking, and you're like, "It's all right," <laughs> you know. <laughs> but like, you don't want me saying that to your shit. Show me some gameplay. Uh, that's the shit that you guys are good at. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man, I, I I would love it, and it was hype too. I don't know. At least with the Horizon Zero Dawn gameplay again, which was really awesome. They took it from the perspective of like trying to keep the magic. It felt like a Nintendo presentation because it wasn't like, well, we have this new lighting engine and you can see it on this giant beast. He's going to come out of the forest here. Yeah. And we're using this like new forest tech. Like th these things are cool, but no, he was like, you're going to be Aloy and you're going to take down robot dinosaurs. Here's how you're going to do it. Cut to gameplay. He's using the spear to like destroy the armor of this giant beast. And I'm just like, Oh my God, you're taking me on an adventure. I see like way cooler. <laughs> way cooler and then after that they dropped some like cutscene shit like some story stuff and then i was like okay i'm actually in now like as opposed to before people dry cutscene you all the time like you're in right like, that's what valorant did this weekend they were like story and you're just like what why <laughs> <laughs> why is there story in my tournaments <laughs> like i don't need this <laughs> i mean there were one million I don't know if it's concurrent, but 1 million viewers for the past uh, Valorant mm -hmm. tournament this past weekend, which is not too shabby of a showing for a first uh, world tournament. I think sport. it's because it was hype. I mean, it was EU versus NA. Mm -hmm. The faded rivalry. Mm -hmm. I wish I got to see it. <laughs> don't worry, it's still there, bro. That's true. That's true. Dude, exists. if anything, watch watch the series it is a very hype series and don't let the scoreline final say anything for you because it was it was a good series it was really fun to watch oh yeah. who were the finalists I, mean, I don't even know that uh <clears throat> sentinels and fanatic mm. eu versus na who took insane. out version one then who's new liquid turn? uh no i think didn't new turn? Oh, new turn did. Yeah, new turn did. The Koreans? I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they then, had a pretty good showing themselves. And then Fnatic took mm -hmm. them out. Yeah, that's what it was. Fnatic took they, everyone out in the losers bracket. They just went through liquid. everyone. <laughs> right. Indeed. They put people away. Like they looked. I. I mean, honestly, I know we were talking about this a little bit earlier, and by that I mean no one here on this call was talking about it earlier, but I was talking about it earlier. Was I even talking with another person? That's up for you to decide. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, I think you know, the storylines for both teams I think are amazing. Like I think they have both really, really, really proven themselves, and I'm 
very impressed with both of them. And I think it's easy to run away with one out of the two, but they were both amazing. They looked head and shoulders above everyone else, I mm. think. Yeah, which was awesome. Now, believe it or not, this is not a Valorant podcast, but it kind of feels like one. Why? I'll tell you why. A, there was an awesome tournament, John, which is obviously what we're talking about, but also because these are the chill vibes. You know, when you just sit down with your friends and you talk about whatever the fuck, did you see this trailer? Did you see this whatever? And that is how I feel. Absu is also. Absu is also the chill vibes. Um, and I think it's a fitting podcast vibe for for that. So let's mm. let's get into it. Um, okay. So hopefully, actually, okay. I I do kind of like to start here always, just because I feel like. <sighs> Like, where was this game on people's radars beforehand? For me, I had seen it a lot. Like, or at least I'd seen it a lot on Steam. And, like, I'd had it on a wish list somewhere. So maybe I'd been, like, hounding myself with it for years, maybe. Um, but, like, I and I bought it at one point, And then I was like, oh, this would be cool. And I kept thinking it would be cool to play. But I didn't really know much about it. And I didn't really, like, ever feel like there was, like, a right time to play it. Because I guess I didn't really know what it was. But I'm just curious. Anyone else? What's your experience going into this? You've heard of this thing before? You've seen this thing? I've never heard of this game. Mm. The first the first time I saw it was actually like looking up potential games to play for our deliberations episode we did a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. where that showed up on a list of some sort um, of I think I was just like looking I just did like a search for like atmospheric beautiful games with good soundtrack or something like that and like Absu was in that running or something okay uh but prior to this i had never heard of it cool anyone else how about Raphael? how about you next have you have you heard of this before yeah, i feel I'd, like you have i'd heard about it uh a bit i mean i think kind of the same situation like it had been recommended as being like similar to some game i played or another uh but i never mm-hmm. quite got to it um and i guess i had read the reviews a little to be like eh, not sure if it's really the game for me uh yeah yeah i i feel like on that like it's just funny and i'll get to you james in a second sorry um but it's just funny because it's like i i feel like a lot of times it was recommended saying like it's like water bro like you've played a water game yeah and i don't really like that's not a connection that i, I give think a fuck it came about. up in relation to subnautica and <laughs> exactly and like, like come on somebody was like it's it's very much like subnautica and then somebody else was like it's nothing like subnautica what the it's hell nothing like <laughs> subnautica what the hell i agree with that it's like person what the hell like so yeah. like that does it such a disservice and i can't i think it almost got like put i was like put off from it for a while because i was just like this is not like those other games and if it were i don't even know if i it's not let's put you it that know way. what it is like it's like journey oh. it's a lot like journey i agree oh <laughs> it is so much like journey so james okay before we get away I'm, from you have you heard of this game before i had heard of this game before i i heard about it when it okay. came out some um like Twitch streamers that I follow talked about it a little bit, how okay. how beautiful and chill it was. And that was it. Yeah. Um I feel like comparing it to Subnautica is like comparing um oh God. Uh <laughs> oh no, I just forgot both of the names of the games that I was gonna compare. That's super embarrassing. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Are they Obradin, Sea of Thieves, 
Uh, I'm just thinking of other water games that feel <laughs> nothing alike this. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. Oh, not water games. <laughs> painting I, games. I, I think like painting if games. I were to have, like... It, it's if like I comparing to, Layers of Fear and... Um, oh uh, my god. The, the East Shade. No, 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 no. He's talking about the one where you're East all Shade. animals. East yeah. East Shade. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they both have paintings in them. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> yes. No, honestly. You guys like this? This game is nothing like any of those fucking games. And I think we have the fucking killer resume to make that statement. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Having played all of those games, we can tell you with great certainty, it is way closer to Journey than any of that shit. I will stand by that. You can put my name on that one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you want to know why it's closest to Journey, though. Oh. Okay. Why? Okay. Because the director and the composer previously worked on Journey. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It's like everything is the same, right? It's like the one button interact situation. The fact that like schools of fish in the end swarm you and like follow you like a scarf. Like Yeah. Like, you have a chime just button. Everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And even just even just even just the segments of yep. of the of the game. And I it's probably because we played Journey and Abzu so close in succession to one another, but like the story beats even seem to follow like perfectly in tandem with one another, where I'm just like, ah, I'm having this wonderful moment in the jet stream, you know, doing speed boosts off of fish and it's great. And I'm like, who wants to bet? There's going to be something really awful that's about to happen right about uh, proximity. (laughs) I think also in like the second zone, there's this like set of rocks on the ocean floor that looks very much like the uh, ribbon bridges that you do in the second area of journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and just everything, like even the way the puzzles, it's strange to call them even puzzles. Like, I don't know. They are puzzles. They're just very simple, maybe. Like, it's just like the way that they, you know, you just go over here, touch this thing, go over here, touch this thing. And it's like, you've done both halves of the door. Thank you. Like, you Mm -hmm. may proceed. Like, just it's so, it's so, even that's journey-like, right? Like, how they just have this, like, yo, this is a beautiful place we made. You get to, like, kind of problem solve in here for a little bit. Go go to both ends of it so that you see the whole thing. (laughs) Yes. I'm laughing because that sounds like there's a way to look at that and be like, this is just so nothing when it comes to gameplay. And yet I fucking loved it. Like, what does that yeah. say about me? I don't know. I love going to both ends of things. You guys like just just walk over here and then just walk back over here. My favorite gameplay. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever played? It was a game on the Wii. Uh, did you ever play Endless Ocean? No. Mm. Endless Ocean was just kind of like almost kind of open worldish, uh, deep sea diving, but like mm. very chill. It came with a with a very uh, operatic operatic. Uh, I don't know. There's a, just a, a lovely soundtrack at the bottom, and all you did in the game was just like float around, pet fish, like identify fish, and like. There is some sort of underlying story of like finding some like sunken treasures or whatnot. But like for the most part, it was like very explorative and just like sit back, like listen to the music and just like just be 
Yeah. Mm, and be. Abzu was definitely giving me those like endless ocean vibes, but also it was like kind of in a more contained and more vibrant environment mm-hmm. uh, that I just loved as well. So like to answer your question, McCoy, no, it's not bad that you like that. I think there's just something very mm-hmm. lovely about just like free floating listening to a lovely orchestra in the background mm-hmm. and you know just even if it's just sitting and meditating there's a literally a meditation function in this game just mm-hmm. the same as they're in journey and just watching fish go by watching fish eat other fish if you're lucky enough <laughs> yeah like like i great. is if if we call this like and I don't want to call it this to like minimize it. I want to call it this, but it only I'm going to say the sentence. And if this sounds like it's for you, then it's for you. It is like journey, but if water and the ocean or whatever, an aquarium <laughs> is your vibe. Do you know what I'm saying? And if you're like, oh, I have an aquarium. I love aquarium. I love fish. Then you're like, dude, I hold on. <laughs> Let me send you something on Steam. Because <laughs> like, it's just, it's just chill like that. And I... Yeah, it's really interesting. I also think this is has a very similar uh like almost vibe or like progression vibe. Okay, how am I I'm trying to explain this? To me as Dear Esther. And I'm like, "What? Dear Esther? These aren't that similar." But but it was the same game that I looked at the Steam page over and over again and I was like, "This seems okay, but not that sick." And then I played it and I was like, "Okay, it's like pretty cool." And then you get to like a new area. Like when they drop you in a new area and you see like there's one place where you drop in and you're above like water first and you go in it's like this really insane like stone like like just like i don't know anyway i want to say it's architecture but it's like natural anyways more of the stories there were some striking areas and i feel like it had so much more under the surface okay nice under the what up yeah exactly like under the hood of this game that i just never knew despite how many times i had seen it on steam so it's 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 awesome it's gorgeous it's lovely um i don't know yeah like Okay, one funny thing I will say now, especially because Elena's not here, by the way, game did not make her cry, so she's not here. Um, but <laughs> just keep that one going. Um, yeah, but like what's hella funny is that she drove and I. it's kind of like a boat. Like you kind of have to drive. Anyways, she played for maybe the majority of it. There were a couple spots where I had to take over. And I, guys, I can't tell you, it added to my experience so much because there's so many times when you can like hit a really cinematic like part of it like you find uh you know a creature electronic like i don't know what these little those like flashlight creatures that are like walking around or i guess that you like save from the your sand. buddies but like you find one the drones say what? the drones yeah the drones yeah. yeah the things that make you remind you of like near or something anyways but yeah like <laughs> you know you save one of those and it's like you fly over to it like you swim over to it and you like undo it and then it's like this beautiful thing and it's just like it's so elegant the camera's so elegant the way it moves everything just feels really beautiful and then watching Elena, who can't use a controller, just instantly crash. Just, like, into the nearest <laughs> thing after that. Just, like, because you, have you seen, like, dead fish or, like, dying fish that just, like, spin in circles and just, like, don't make sense and have just, like, lost their sense of direct? It's really a horrifying thing to see, especially if it's in your aquarium. But she would just, like, spin <laughs> in circles, just, like, looking as if she had just lost her up and down and was just, like, ready to be eaten. And well, it was just... To be fair to Elena, like, it does do some pretty awkward things with the controls, especially where it will, like, take control away from you or force you to look at things and then just not give you camera control for a period, even though Mm -hmm. it feels like you should have it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and repairing the drones was one of those times where it takes control away from you. 
Mm-hmm. And then it suddenly gives you back and you're like, oh. <laughs> you yeah. you should see it. Just imagine like it's on the it's on the floor, right? In the sand. And then it's just this like uncontrollable, like weird angle, just intense swim like into a rock somewhere just like full speed collision into something like just a couple of feet to the left like it was some good stuff so i will say that that adds a lot um, mm-hmm. you can also get on the back of animals did anyone get on the back of a fish and ride mm-hmm. with them today in their experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i wish we could have done it with the whales mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't grab onto the whales and it made me so sad mm-hmm but I think I like the I I like the choice that they did instead of having you be next to the whale's eye, I suppose, as you're swimming next to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is many like I think there's a couple sections even prior to the whale cut scene where you can see whales like deep yeah. below you as you're going to a next area. And I like chase those motherfuckers down so much being like, give me your tail. I want to I want to ride you, please. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it wouldn't let me. <laughs> Dude, that's really sad. I'm sorry to hear that. That is, that's just an awful thing to feel that way. <laughs> you know, to have just a such a dream in your heart and for have the, this game gives you so many of those dreams. There's so many things you can ride with. Every time you're like opening up something on the ground, right? And like letting a new species or whatever, like into the water, you're like, oh yeah, like look at these motherfuckers. Like, oh, awesome. And like, dude, you can jump above the water and have other fish like jump out. Like dolphins will jump out after you and just all sorts of cool shit happens in this game. And I think for them to rob you of rolling with these whales is it's pretty rough, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because they're just like, no, there's a cutscene for that later. There's a cutscene for that later. Ignore yeah, yeah. the whale. Ignore the whale. There's gonna be a crazy dive. Focus on the shark. Whale. Focus on the shark. Exactly. Then the shark dies and you're like, bro. Oh, sorry, spoilers. Um, there's spoilers for this game. <laughs> Yo, I was yeah, like, are you really going to do like this a... to me? You know what I mean? The shark death scene. I was like, oh, rage. <laughs> Actually, though, the first time, my first reaction to the shark, because one of your first encounters with the shark is when you, you unearth like a lot of these little drone robots. And for a while you think, ah, this will be the mechanic of the game where I grab these bots and like I have to find three in an area. And that's what I initially thought it was. Mm-hmm. And then like one of the first encounters with the shark is where a shark just comes and just like destroys one of your drones. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, ah, so it's going to be collect the drones and then stealth sequence around the shark, I guess. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like this yep. is how it's going to go. And I was just like, man, why can't the shark just be our friend? Why does it have to be the evil guy in this game? But he's not. Mm-hmm. Subverting expectations. He's just misunderstood. Yeah. And maybe Indeed. you are too. You know? There's a he's lot. just fighting the machine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And then at one point you're the machine and you're like, oh my god. I'm the machine too? Like, yes. that was brutal, you guys. So I made some attempts to describe what this mm. game is about. Okay. Um, so one of them, Abzu is a game about waging war against evil robot tetrahedrons with your light bubble magic. That makes sense. <laughs> yep. Yeah, cleansing the world with your light bubble magic too. Oh, yeah, that's, oh that's the next one. Okay. I'm just relatable. About an android child befriending a great white shark and healing the oceans with the power of friendship. Oh my God! If yeah. this had it's been, so beautiful. if this had been the description <laughs> on Steam, I think I might have played this years ago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like I just, 
the last one. Abzu is a game about 50 million types of fish for no apparent reason, but the fish are cool. Yeah. Actually, it's and 140 the of... species of fish, birds, invertebrates, etc. Yes, I counted. Maybe I miscounted, but it's around there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But also, like, dude, the amount that they have on screen at once is actually joyous. Like, watching it's a incredible. school of fish when there's, like, a thousand, you're just like, whoa. That is awesome. Like, right? Like, Yeah, they did some mm-hmm. really cool stuff with just, like, the fish swimming and the schooling. And they did, like, you've maybe seen this in, like, nature movies where, like, the fish are, like, swirling in a vortex as predators yeah. are going around them trying to pick them out. Yeah. They did some of those. And it was it was really well done. Yeah. Like, I found myself saying, God, you know, schools of fish are pretty cool, as opposed to being like, the schools of fish in this game are, is cool, or like, this game is, it just like, it felt evocative enough of actual fish that I was thinking about actual fish, like, in a way. And I, I, I know early on, like, they show you some of the fish, and they're low poly, the whole art style is, it's not quite low poly, but it's not, it's not entirely not low poly, right? Like, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it is kind of a low poly or cell shaded style. But yeah. at the same time, the actual like details on the fish are way better than you would see in a game that is not exclusively about fish. So yeah. they feel pretty detailed. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I remember being they're, they're like they're they're simplified enough, and I think they they did that probably because when you're having such vibrant settings with so many fish, you probably just don't want to overwhelm the player with like sensory overload visually of being like wow look at all these detailed fish coming at you so it's like they have to kind of slightly simplify it just to make it i guess more visually appealing or like you know easily digestible for that and also run well i would say at the same time because like and i didn't recognize Mm -hmm. that at first because i was like at first they just show you a couple fish and you're like all right and i felt like at the beginning of the game i was like beautiful but not quite detailed enough for me and then you're looking at a school of fish later and you're like never mind holy mother of god (laughs) like like look at this what the fuck yeah yeah because i like i i don't know i was playing this game in 4k on my tv and i was just sort of like wow there's a lot of things going on like like it is there is that overwhelm of detail a bit i think in 4k not in a bad way but it's just like it just couldn't happen there then you're just like whoa like yeah i i felt like there was a lot of moments where i was like thankful that it would just take the controls like when you're getting swept away by the the current or something it's just like yeah let me just let me just look because they would take you through like the sickest fucking like totally felt like handmade you know temple or something and you would just go through it in a minute sequence and you're just like what i i didn't see almost any of that like there was so much beautiful things that just went by but all right like they just they were like sure like they're they're, they're like th- this game is so at your pace it's like, here's a giant, beautiful, open section where you just need to, like, click this over here and click that over there and you can leave. <laughs> just like... Because then you're sitting there like, I should just look around more. Like, I don't have to. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna, <laughs> though. <laughs> like, there's just, like, all this, like, yeah, art on the walls, it's you like, know? Well, especially since, you know, like Journey, this game has, like, no no tutorial nor any like actual instruction of what to do it literally just shows you ah you are a diver swim like (laughs) here here are the controls to swim that's basically the only tutorial but otherwise it's like the whole concept of like yeah there's like a lot of different things that you interact with and you don't quite know which ones might 
like actually be dependent on like the game depends on or which ones are just like for fun stuff like the portals in the ground where you like bring about life you're just like i need to find all the portals no you don't you don't necessarily have to find all the portals yeah (laughs) ah here's all these drones i need to find all the drones no i mean you 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 need like one i think yeah at least to like break the you know coral walls but otherwise it's just like you don't need more than one yeah i i so agree and i feel like a lot of games have decided a long time ago to like make this stuff optional you know like if you want to collect all of it you want to get achievements that's fine but here it feels so much more optional i don't know how to describe that right but like like so i feel like if things are even like kind of optional you'll be like so i i got all of them like you know what i mean (laughs) and like the game will like explicitly be like yeah it's totally fine like you don't need to do this and you're like i did it though and and then it'll be like a long report of like i'm not sure if it was worth it but there was some value but this it's like i feel like you know <laughs> flashing back to cyberpunk <laughs> i did every mission i don't know if i like this exactly <laughs> which like mad respect that was an awesome rundown <laughs> but it's like i feel like in this one like it even more so was like hey man just enjoy right like did you get that vibe like did you collect all the yeah. coral reefs or the fuck you know oh no i i i basically i i would definitely give myself like a lot of time in each area but you know i i think i was just the the game is just so visually stunning that if anything it's just if i stumbled across a collectible item suite it was a nice little bonus or and whatnot but like i never put that pressure on myself to find everything um I was just I was just trying to immerse myself and enjoy the ride for the most part. And I was perfectly okay and content with that. Yeah, same here. Same yeah, here for too. sure. Hmm. And then here's where Rafael was like, well, I got 100% achievement. You unlock the Mega Shark. It's actually <laughs> no. mechanical. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought about like, do I want to collect all of these? And I was like, nah. Yeah. I'll just progress yeah. <laughs> forward. I think that's okay. You know? Wow, you guys. This is not actually a meeting of us talking about the game. This is a meeting of people. We've been brought here to talk about collectibles, you guys. It's time to not get them all. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. This game is teaching us things. Um, no, I'm kidding. You can get the collectibles all if you want. That's It's actually really funny. I was talking to... I think it was Keenan, friend of the podcast, and I was like, hey, would you play? Because he has my PS4 like now, like I said, in a box somewhere. And I was like, you know, hey, uh, do you like want more PS4 games that I have? Like, because either you should give that back to me or you should like enjoy it. <laughs> like one of the two. But like we shouldn't split these resources. This makes no sense. And I was like, I have Horizon Zero Dawn on PS4. You'd probably love it. And he's like, are there a lot of question marks on the map? And I was like, I mean... Yeah, probably. I mean, maybe not as much as other games, but, like, probably. Yeah, it's open world. And he was like, nah. I'd play another linear game like Last of Us, but I don't know if I want to, like... He was like, did you know that in Witcher I stayed up for, like, three days and collected every question mark? And I was just like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I don't want to do that again. (laughs) You know, I get that. I get that. In that moment, I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um... So anyways, maybe you should play this game, Rouse. <laughs> like, this game is super chill and does not require you to get collectibles. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I don't know. It's, so I'm curious. Does anybody have any other notes? Because, like, we can go through some stuff for yeah. sure, and I have some things. Yeah, let's do it. I I mean, just, like, little things. Like, 
I was imagining, like, if I could talk to the fish when I was releasing, like, five sharks in a row, they were, they would be like, bro, fucking stop it. Like, this place was so chill. Yeah. Now there's, like, 17 different species of sharks that weren't here before. Yeah. Yeah. I did notice that most of the secret pools were, like, sharks or other predators. Yeah. (laughs) which are super cool things and like they're really cool to see swimming around but um definitely released a lot of predators onto the uh the beautiful fish uh swimming around what Um, you're suggesting is we should fast forward they should have like a button to fast forward to like generations later when all of the food was eaten instantly in one glorious you know, um, like concert, you know what I mean? Like the music was playing in the background still while they ate all the (laughs) innocent food. And then later they all starved, of course, because they don't have anything to eat anymore. And then everything (laughs) there just died. And then, you know, you come back and that's actually the setting of journey. So it actually makes all, it's all a cinematic (laughs) universe. (laughs) Trust me on that one. (laughs) After the ocean like boils off, Exactly. It's yep. just a sandy desert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's. I, I thought about this while I was playing this game, but there are literally like a hundred different ways that you could put video game mechanics in this to ruin this game. I was thinking about it as I was like swimming around. Like if you had a breath meter, this would fucking suck. <laughs> like, oh, that was, that was like my, my first concern, right? Because they start you off at the game at the surface of the water and they're like, okay, press r2 to dive and i'm like okay and i'm like swimming and i'm like i was just expecting any minute to start hearing like the or something to be like get back to the surface but no thank god no right like they could have had that they could have had horrifying death sequences you know just like (laughs) like you run Mm -hmm. like your mask cracks or something and then the water pours in and you just die like i don't know like you know these sorts of things could have been brutal um the other thing i was thinking about is yeah like there's no death like when you get shocked by the triangles or whatever the fuck like it's you know maybe it's not my favorite vibe but literally i had like the same level of anxiety when i got shocked with one of those things that i did in fucking i can't even remember what game it was now but in that walking simulator where you're in the fucking underground maze and there's like that scary guy for no fucking reason. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, Ethan Carter. Ethan Carter. Ethan Carter. Yeah. Because I was like, if they actually kill me and this becomes like a puzzle game where I have to die, it fades to black, it loads back in, I start the level over again. I don't know if I'm gonna fucking make it. I just want to enjoy this. It's so like it yeah. blew up and shocked me, and then it was like, you got to keep going. It just looked kind of funny. I was like, oh, thank you. Like this was the vibe that I wanted for Unravel. You know? Yeah. Yeah, mm, I think that's yeah. actually super fair. Mm-hmm. Um, As a platformer, that makes it a little difficult, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, walking that whale simulator. cemetery around the proximity mines, that was sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whales get old and die. They do. They sink. But they yeah. also get killed by proximity mines, probably. Yeah, there was um, some like Borg feel to the proximity mines. You guys yeah. get that? It was like some some evil technology shit. Like they weren't cubes though, so it's not copyright, but they were definitely 
<laughs> pyramids or whatever the fuck you're supposed tetrahedrons. to call Tetrahedrons. Tetrahedrons. They were definitely tetrahedrons. And that one point where the captain goes in and gets brainwashed was really, I thought, a powerful sequence. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> just why are we not here to make old school Star Trek references? Now, it's not that old school, but I guess at this point it is kind of old school. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we just let, we just let that one just sit there. Raphael, I thought Raphael was going to say I thought so too. I mean, spoiler, obvious spoiler, but um, mm-hmm. inside of the big tetrahedron, uh, it's manufacturing the mines and the drones, and it is implied that it manufactures uh, the androids as well. Yeah, you mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and you may, it's or true, may like not be a member of the species that like created all the cool buildings mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh at least man, the, the arc- murals it seem the people in it look like you yeah yeah and even the murals are journey like i think we said that already but like dude it's like i was getting such journey vibes the whole time looking at a mural like all right where's the mountain and where's like the field where they're all turned over speaking of which okay like it doesn't have the mountain and I feel like this is actually a a major like oversight of this game. Okay. And it's like Journey had this extremely elegant system of directing the players, like the beam of light from the mountain in the distance. Absu mm-hmm. didn't have this, and it didn't have anything like this. And I think it suffered for it. There were a few times mm-hmm. when I was just wandering around. I mean, obviously, it is a game about wandering around. It wants you to wander around. But I did not want to wander around. I wanted to move on to the next area. I and actually, yeah, this was annoying. I me. thought at first that when you would use the left trigger or whatever to like join with the animal and swim with them, I thought the animal was going to take you where you needed to go or like hint to you, like where. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they would eventually swim by it or something. But I thought that was going to be the mechanic, and I was like, that'd be cool. Alternatively, swimming with them still cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, I do agree. Like, the the main idea was exploration. And there's some areas that kind of are, like, illuminated somewhat with light. But then other areas, which is, like, you honestly just have to go through this cave. Um, or explore like, this, like... I'm trying like, to think... Not huge, but not that small, like, environment. Yeah, I think it also had several invisible walls where it was like, this looks like it opens up into a new location, and then you swim towards it, and it just like turns you around. It's like no, yeah. Oh, it's it's just like flower in that way, where flower would do this like, I mean, even like flying games will do the same thing to you if you just like fly like out into the sky, like forever. They'll eventually just like turn you around in the sickest like barrel roll turnaround ever, and they're just like, no man, you don't get to go this Mm -hmm. way. You're like, oh. Yeah, Thank I you. mean, as far as invisible walls go, like, I guess that's a, a nice way to do it, but I still hate invisible walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they had, like, I when you were going the... Often what it would also do that I found annoying was uh, if you were going, like, the wrong direction as progress and you were, like, really going in the wrong direction, your character would start having, like, this bead, this cone of light come out and it would like crane its neck to look towards the area you need to go Hmm. which i sometimes just found annoying just because i'm like but i want to go there 
why do you keep on because when the diver turns its head then the whole body turns with it and so i'm like no keep going right Mm -hmm. (laughs) i want want to go that way so yeah like invisible walls and that way were also a little bit annoying just because i did feel like some areas like kind of teased a little bit more exploration when really i guess there was none Mm -hmm. yeah we were i think like this is so not necessary for this game, but the fact that Elena and I played it together, it was like very easy to navigate because one person didn't have to be controlling it and could just be like, okay, I know you're lost and upside down, but like, just go this way. <laughs> yeah. Like follow this chain, trust me. I think the controls were also pretty strange um, in that usually in this sort of like third person um, move anywhere set up like the controls are camera relative yeah so like at least on like on keyboard you're pressing w you're moving in the direction of the camera or you're turning toward that direction and in this the controls were all player direction relative and the camera controls were completely separate yeah. and this was just really awkward like it was really easy to just like do an unintended barrel roll <laughs> Oh, yeah. And they looked swag. Oh, there were barrel rolls to be had. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel like this was... Even though there was a dedicated barrel roll button. Yes, yes. But, like, <laughs> and honestly, like, there's a lot of flourishes and stuff you would do accidentally. Like, wow, that looked cool. However, not what I meant to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think this is another thing that I feel like it it does that because of the controller layout. Like, I feel like it is designed for that. It's much more... Hmm... It's much more like aircraft. Like, I feel like this is one of the few games I was okay with playing the movement inverted. Because it really did feel like you're flying an airplane. Well, like, the inversion, like, that's an easy toggle. You can turn it off. Totally. Uh, but it's still also player direction relative, which is completely separate from that. Right, and you can't turn that off or on. What he's referring to, in case this isn't abundantly clear, is just that, like, you can move one direction, and then you can look the other direction. So, whereas, like, normal games, it's, like, the way you are looking is the way you are going. Um, and so you just turn the camera over to this thing, and then just press forward. So, that's what you're saying. But, yeah, like, so, I, yeah, I found that more tolerable on controller, I feel like. I feel like I didn't play it on the mouse, but it was, like, fine. But I did definitely led to some confusion, for sure. Whereas, I really yeah. think it was about feathering everything. Just being really it- light. It was yeah. definitely controller centric uh, controls yeah. design, and I think so. It committed some of the standard sins uh, when <laughs> brought to keyboard mouse. Uh, so, for example, it redirects the camera if you haven't moved it in five seconds. Hate that mm-hmm. on mouse. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the the camera relative controls was really bad. Or yeah, not the... having camera relative controls was bad. So the thing is, I believe that being bad. I totally believe that. I also think, like, there was a level of smoothness to the movement. Like, maybe this, because I don't know, like, about this on, like, did you, how do you control this stuff on the keyboard? Because on the controller, you have um, the ability to, like, feather. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just tap the joystick a little, or you pull it just one-eighth of the way over, and then you just make a small little adjustment. Yeah, I guess there's no feathering. Um, I see. And I guess that's partly what having camera relative controls really helps with, um, in that the mouse is so precise, you can effectively feather by moving the camera angle and changing what W means, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Probably making like a curve with it. Yeah, I mean, some of actually in FPS people do that stuff. I know that sounds ridiculous, but that being said, like the sensitivity on the Wasid wasn't so high that it was unwieldy. It, okay. I, I didn't really have trouble with getting the right amount of movement. I did have trouble moving in the d- direction that I was actually intending. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. That was also hard on controller too. I think this is like part of the <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like. Difficult. This is not the only game that you can swim around in, and mm-hmm. I have not had these troubles in those other games. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. hmm I needed a flight stick for this game, bro. I would have been down for just one of those, <laughs> like, giant, you know what I'm saying? Like a joystick that like, you can hold with two hands like it's a broadsword. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, with a giant red fire button on the top. I don't know what it would do. Just, like, the little, like, squeak you can do to interact with shit. <laughs> yeah. That would be the try. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's stay uh, on target. Just uh, like, uh, <laughs> can you imagine? Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. The um the inverted controls definitely felt um right for uh, like scuba swimming. Mm-hmm. I don't know about having a flight stick though. That like just gives me so much dissonance because it's just like a dude swimming instead of like flying an airplane. Bro, I can connect it in your mind. You ready? It's not a dude swimming. You have to wrap your mind around it's an electronic drone swimming and you're controlling it from base. That's your room. Think about it. Mm -hmm. Now the joystick works in lore. Yep. All right. All right. I think the the joystick would still suffer from the same like player relative control problem though. No, it'd be awesome. Trust me, you guys. A joystick is like seriously. I'm full convinced that a joystick would be awesome. Mm-hmm. No, how because you, so how like do you move the camera. Picture this in your head. You have you have the joystick in front of you. You're seeing the monitor. Your character mm-hmm. is facing left on the screen. You pull the joystick left. Your character turns towards you in that scenario. Like there would be dissonance there. Mm-hmm. No, you it just have to manage work. the camera. You have to, so then your mouse is in your other hand, right? And you're just correcting. Because that's what no, I always just do gotta, with these. You just got to feel, you got to be the character. So what's mm-hmm. his left is your left is, yeah, not what's mm-hmm. your left you just, is You just do a swimming left. motion in front of your television. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, but like, yeah, I, I will say like in these games to move right, forward. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just feel like the whole idea of a, a joystick is to get the immersion of like giving you the feel of being in the cockpit of a like submarine or a like plane or something. And in that case, like your viewing angle is the direction you're going. Well, but you can look around with your head. I mean, that's the key, right? Like, but I would say for the most, the majority of your driving you would be doing it with the camera connected. Like, like I was managing the camera at the same time, so I was kind of connecting them myself, in essence, with the two thumbsticks on the controller. So I would turn left and I would look left to try to, like, correct it. And I, I found that to be workable. I'm not going to say it's the easiest shit, but I was able to, like, control both things and sort of manage it that way just to simplify it for myself. So I think you probably do yeah, that. Yeah, I guess maybe too. that works better if you have both of them on thumbsticks. 
Yeah, um, it's not easy. It works a little better. <laughs> it but it did work not work that well with the really uh, well. Wasid mouse. I am so sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had a button. Just play this game for me, bro. Just just make the current not stop. <laughs> <laughs> The what it like the autopilot yeah. mode for like Red Dead Two mm-hmm. or something. I mean, just, no. I would have been happy if they had been like, "This game is best played with a controller." Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll pull out my controller and play it on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, it's just like, it feels like these experience games, you know, like Journey and stuff. It feels like they all, they all like kind of design it around sitting back on a couch and a controller that's what it feels like Mm. to me because i think one of the main core things that they do is they like they like to make sure your look is not insanely fast you know and that's like a controller thing like your look is not an insanely high sensitivity look and then whenever you do that to the mouse it just feels awful like whenever you slow down a mouse you know what i'm saying yeah it feels like acceleration or something it's really yeah Yeah, and you're like, this is horrifying. So, like, that on a controller is just normal life. (laughs) You know? It's just normal vibes on controllers. You're just chilling. Like, you're just, like, kind of leaning back and driving. Um, So, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I I believe that these things sometimes awkwardly translate to mouse. Because to me, I'm just like, the chill zone is the controller. You know, as someone who will use his standing desk to play Valorant. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just have a different zone, I guess. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Um. yeah I would also say similar to Journey really stunning color palette as well like like there's like a yellow section and just like all sorts of I don't know man this game is just insanely gorgeous it's just insanely gorgeous there's nothing I can do in an audio podcast to show this to you but just trust me <laughs> just trust I did like how at least like the the beginning parts of this game kind of had this progression of going deeper in the ocean like you start off on like the shallower coral reefs and then you kind of work your way down to you know whale graveyards for the most part um also there's fucking dinosaurs in this yeah that's what i was gonna ask about do you go back in time or or something i i don't understand the 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 temple anyway is full of extinct or I guess they're not all extinct. Some of them are living fossils, uh, like the Arapaima and Coelacanth mm-hmm. are living fossils, but a lot of them are extinct. Right. Like, mm-hmm. So that was part of it, too. Like You're going down into the ocean, but then you're also maybe going back in time a little, or who the fuck knows, at least from our perspective. And you're seeing, like, yeah. Oh, man. I thought that was really cool. I mean, the, the uh, mm-hmm. just off of what the wikipedia said is how this game was based off of sumerian mythology which is like back in like ancient mesopotamia damn shout out to mesopotamia i don't the real og (laughs) Uh, like i i don't think i i don't think these dinosaurs maybe necessarily existed then i don't know i'm not a archaeologist please don't write in or please do flame me okay yeah just don't flame her (laughs) write in but don't flame is that reasonable <laughs> yeah but like no but, but i it, yeah. i felt no, like they some were of them are like extremely old like yeah that's what low I... caris mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that one dude with a really long neck did you guys see that shit there was like two there was one that looked yeah the elasmosaur oh god i don't know the names but one had a ridiculously long neck and i was like what the fuck is that 
That's probably it was the Nessie. Elasmus one. <laughs> yeah, that's the Elasmus one. The Loch Ness Monster. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Your boy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You guys, like, I, I, I just want to say, like, I feel like this discussion that we're having about this game, this game is exactly this game. It's like, it's not the fucking, like, deepest, most hardcore game you've ever played, essentially in any regard. But, like, it's a joyous sensory experience, though. And like it is deep in terms viable. of like the ocean floor. Okay. True. <laughs> and we joked about this before the podcast. There is also Too bad they didn't give you a depth meter. Yeah, right. Exactly. Sure, I just needed another UI element. Yeah. Yeah, like you should have had one of those like watches, right? That has all the fucking dials and meters and shit on it. There's like, you know, those like really hardcore watches that I'm just like, you see someone wearing and you're just like, dude, you're like at a hamburger joint like do you need to know the like you know the moon phase <laughs> the moon phase i want to say like the altitude you know just like random shit like do you need this um <laughs> they're like bro what if i jump? i say this is somebody who does have the moon phases on my watch because i'm always like ah it's a full moon tonight guys <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i just have the day and night cycle like to see how much left is in daylight but yeah like those are cool but like so then, okay, maybe we shouldn't talk shit to these guys. But the thing is, it just looks so ridiculous because there's so many fucking like, you know what I mean? If you have like, that's the beauty of technology, right? Of like, of a screen, a screen can be anything. Like that's what they found out about the iPhone way back in the day. They were like, they kept making these phones and they couldn't figure out why they just like kept becoming old so fast. And then they were like, oh, because like the button layouts don't fit anymore or these buttons don't fit the new design we want. And so they're just like, what if the whole thing? We could just totally recreate, change all of the button layouts, do all that stuff. And like, that's kind of what you have on your, like your watch. If you have like an Apple watch or something, it's like, you can have the, all the crazy stats you want, but they don't have to all literally physically be on your watch face at all times to just create this (laughs) ridiculously chaotic watch. That's like gigantic. (laughs) So you could see everything like, oh God, it's just. Like, do you guys remember the calculator watches back in the day? Do you remember that shit? Hell yeah. (laughs) Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that shit is ridiculous. Like, that shit is ridiculous. I remember someone trying to, like, use one of those on a test. And his argument was, I bought this. I'm going to have this every place in my life. Of course I can use this for a test. And I thought at the time, like, you know, it's a decent case. Like, he's not going to be without that thing. Like, he is going to. Anyways. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, but the now, Alocaris went extinct around 510 million years ago in the Cambrian close, period. Close. Got it. Just just off, just barely. Mm-hmm. Just a blink. In Raphael was like, time. all right, we're about to start shitting on our audience. Let's uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> sidetrack this. <laughs> Dude, if you leave me in front of a microphone for long enough, I'll just start attacking everything near me. I don't know why. Like, I... I, and I have such positive regard for everyone and everything, but I will just, I'll just start trash talking anything. I don't give a fuck. It's just a fun experience. I don't know. Is this like where are we getting trash this talking? Session? Yeah. Watch wearers. <laughs> like yes. Yeah, I'm sorry if you wear a watch like that. Listen, fair play. If you get what you need out of that watch, that is awesome. I just want to say it's very busy for my taste. Is that fair? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing I feel about, like, mixers and stuff. We don't need to go. Okay. All right. So, absolutely, you guys. It was gorgeous. It turns out. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, 
Okay. And they did a lot of research on, uh, on like water creatures. Yeah. Yeah. And their behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I do, will say I did like also in the meditation thing how you, you can meditate, which is just your character sitting there kind of watching life go by, but then you can also like press a certain button and like toggle through characters or like toggle through animals in in the scene so you can like go between and like read the names and like track them Mm -hmm. um i thought that was also cool astral projection is what that's called but you're projecting into the fish in this case whoa (laughs) (laughs) there we go perfect like dude this i think this i did it was just really funny though like i i was uh, i panned over to a fish that was prey and it's just funny because my prey got eaten by a larger fish and then just, the screen just slowly went black and then phased back on another fish. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I just witnessed a murder. Yeah, I think I just died on screen. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is awesome. It was like, it was the most gentle death scene ever, though. Just like mm-hmm. he got grabbed. I was looking at just straight water and it was like, well, next fish yeah Yeah, speaking of gentle death scenes when you were towards the end when you're with the whale like there was a a time when elena was jumping like in and out of the water to like because you know you had to like do that to like get one of the i don't know triangles and anyways like there was a point where we jumped up out of the water and nearly like essentially like landed on shore and died i don't know what would have happened like but like with the whale or no, it's not with the whale. With the fucking shark. The shark. You know what I'm saying? The yeah, shark. the shark. The shark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was confusing. The shark. And so it's just sort of like we almost did that, and she was like, "Pull back!" Like in the air. Like we were like we were on course <laughs> for just killing our fucking spirit friend. That would have been really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that would have been unfortunate. Yeah, I will say like this game doesn't go as scary and as moody as Journey does, and you know, I don't hate that. Like yeah. Yeah, I think the closest thing to a jump scare is when the shark just grabs one of your drones, and it definitely didn't affect me as much as the uh, snake robots in Journey. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and even like and like the proximity mines aren't all that mm-hmm. like terrifying. I was like expecting us to have some like a big robot final boss or something Dude, that we like would that. have to like avoid. Oh my god. It so <laughs> I, felt like that when like the shark was there and you're like it's like this intense like it felt like a fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah when you're destroying all those like prisms and then you're going towards the final boss I was like let's go shark and we're just like leaping through the water together and just going towards this like last triangle and I'm like I swear to god if there's like a actual being on the other end of this boss that we have to destroy like using fucking like game yeah you have to learn like... a new control system like x to fight you're like what the yeah, fuck all of a sudden <laughs> it's a mechanical boss fight it, like does a sweeping laser and you have to like dodge and exactly <laughs> exactly do a barrel roll I, which i was worried about like i i was worried about with the with the proximity mines yeah. at least like at the very beginning i was just like oh this is where like the actual technicality like the technical parts of the game start where yeah. it's just gonna be more and more complicated and you're gonna have to puzzle the way your way through things and it's gonna go from proximity mines to freaking lasers to freaking i don't know nuke bombs i don't know but like they kept it at the proximity mines and as we said before like it they don't kill you it's all just like ah you get shocked and it just hinders your 
forward progression, but like you can also just like get shocked and keep going. Yeah, one time I got shocked like in the right direction, like through like a maze of them, like trying to get to one of the like <laughs> chains that I needed to undo, and I got shocked, and I was just like, go in with the it. bomb room. Yeah, go with it quick. Oh, it's like sent me through. Yeah, yeah. I, I did want to circle back to the like scary topic. I did see in some of the reviews that like if you have actual phobias about deep oceans and stuff, mm. this is not the game for you. That it will seems... most likely ruin your experience. That seems super fair. And that's one of those things where it's like, surely if you have those phobias, you can say, I don't think I'm going to play this game. Like, right. Like you could like, I feel like, right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I guess by the presence of reviews of people who saying they tried it anyway, like. <laughs> God damn. It's like, I really am afraid of heights. So I tried this flying game where you just sort of like, <laughs> propel yourself out a mountain there's something to be said for challenging your fears but totally i'm kidding this is once again me just attacking everything in a nine foot radius of me but it's just it's just (laughs) funny to me because it's like that's super fair right yeah this could definitely trigger some some deep sea fears at the same time like i feel like this game did a lot to it's kind of showcase that yeah you know what it is not it's not going going for that it's very respectful yeah. Um, yeah. In, in what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They they definitely don't have like oh I I was waiting you guys for the anglerfish chase scene. Oh my god, the anglerfish <laughs> low key like got like. to me. I was like oh god, what do I remember those from? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I I was just like as soon as I opened a portal and it was like anglerfish and I was like oh fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> like here's where they just come after me and I'm gonna have to like do this on a timer now. It's like Pandora's um, box and shit. Yeah. Like how can I put the anglerfish back? Sorry, they're the ones I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Like yeah, I was like I was, I was very happy that none of the wildlife besides the shark and like the whales done in like you know tailored cutscenes, but like none of the wildlife is a threat to you as the player yeah um, yeah which can definitely help with that but like as for the topic of like you know deep sea fears like i think that what this game did so well is just show the absolute vastness of the ocean mm-hmm. um i think like the one part in particular oh it's my favorite scene you're with because I love whales so much, but you're with these this pod of blue whales and it's so great and you're swimming, just you keep on going deeper and deeper, yeah. but then you start seeing these silhouettes below you and it's a whole pod of humpback whales mm-hmm. coming up to pass you. And I was just like sitting in my chair and I was just like, just complete delight. I was like, oh my God, can I follow the humpback whales? No, no, you got to keep following the blue whales down. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Like, this is great. <laughs> This is I can't believe that this game but, ruined uh, all of these experiences for you. <laughs> I just feel like it's just so rough. <laughs> really, if this game just only had whales, I would love yeah. it. I would just be like, ah, oh, yes, I'm with my people. <laughs> this is perfect. Abzu 2, it's just uh, only whales. <laughs> Could be. Yes, please, make it happen. <laughs> um. But, like, I, I thought that was just really cool, though, because you just see these looming shadows below you, and you're like, oh, God, here's where something terrifying starts happening. But no, it's just whales passing, yeah. like, two ships silently through the night. Yeah. There, there is something so They do a great job amazing. of showing you the scale of yeah, how fucking great. big mm-hmm. whales are. 
Yeah, man. That too. And just everything. All the and just this. the camera angles. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's another part because like the blue whales are like opening their mouth to feed these like schools of fish that are passing by. But there's a particular angle I think where you are just swimming and suddenly you just see what looks like to be like the blue whale's mouth like descending on you, the player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's it's just behind you and it's feeding. And I was just like, ha, ah, cheeky, you you cheeky game, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like, I, I see now, when we're talking about the scale, like, why I was thinking of, like, the Horizon Zero Dawn footage earlier, because they also do scale in an amazing way. And, like, it just, mm. I feel like there was a turning point in video games where they just went from being small to being large. And I just want to, like, thank everything for that. Like, I, lo- I love it. Like, because, like, in that game, what they were showcasing in the gameplay footage is, like, this giant, I want to say, like, mastodon creature i don't know it's, it's like an it's like a war elephant or but it's bigger than an elephant i don't know it was insane like a woolly mammoth maybe anyways but like just the thought of creatures being that much larger than us and on land is like it's not a part of you know my everyday life like i'm not just like sitting there like waiting for you know in traffic like behind a fucking elephant that's just chilling in the road like that just doesn't happen in my life you know what i'm saying but like underwater though it still feels like more like realistic like if you go underwater like you could just that whale is just bigger than you like you don't you don't get a choice in that you know like you don't get to be like when i was in you know like third third grade you know and i was like not very tall but there were some people that were pretty tall like they're still small to a whale you know what i'm saying like none of that shit matters anymore like that thing is so huge um i just say all this to say like the scale of it is just something so beautiful like it just feels so cool to be like smaller and almost insignificant compared to that those creatures like i don't know i, I, I feel like i miss that stuff like in life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah just the way they move you know like the sounds they make too ah uh, the like yeah. the sperm whales with their little clicking yeah i thought that was really cool like way down like when you're in like the dark mm. and you just hear the little clicks mm. i thought that was great that's so awesome i don't know I you do guys, kind of I... feel like their aesthetic like guiding pictures were all like tattoos from the 90s of of like dolphins and shit do you guys know what tattoos I'm talking about? Is that just the thing <laughs> I'm not, around I'm where not I'm sure from? I do know. Really? Like, when I was growing up, all these people had these, like, tattoos up their legs and shit of just, like, leaping whales and dolphins and turtles and hmm. shit. It was like a thing. <laughs> Must be an East Coast thing. Must be an East Coast thing. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. <laughs> It's just so funny. Were they were they good tattoos or were it they? It depended like... on the person. <laughs> <laughs> Not exclusively, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, man. That's fair enough. Fair enough. You guys, okay. I I feel like but I'm not sure. I'm, I'm curious where you guys feel on this, but I feel like there's no need for this just as it's a short game for it to necessarily be a long podcast. I feel like we might have said a lot of the things we wanted to say about this game. Um, 
can we talk yeah. just like slightly about the music? Sure. Oh, just a little bit. Yeah, like I'm just curious because um only because it came as a shock to me, but usually I don't like you know, I guess hot take. I don't really like opera music all that much or like music that involves like choruses of people. Hmm. Um I don't know. Like it, it seems very specific, oddly specific. Like typically, the type of music that Abzu has would kind of drive me away or like put me to sleep or something like that. But I just thought it was very cool how engaging the music felt in this. Um, and I don't know. I just kind of wanted to pick your guys's brains on like how the music may have affected you. Like I, I thought, I thought it just did a really great job of setting the tone of each scene and each action that you're doing. Um, like I said at the top of the podcast, like I knew when the story beats were coming because you could also hear it in the music itself. You know, you know, you start diving through a corridor and suddenly you start hearing these like minor notes and like these like scary, not scary violins, but like more, I guess, on edge violins (laughs) as you're going through and you're like, ah, okay, Mm -hmm. yeah, suspenseful, like more, more suspenseful. Um, And I don't know, I, I I thought that the music was just very expertly crafted uh, throughout this game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I liked it. I I wouldn't say it's like my favorite music, um, but it is good, and it's it's it absolutely serves its purpose here. And that sounds like so mechanical, but no, like it it serves its purpose to be another pillar of like the beauty of this game. I feel like I can't. I don't know if I'm gonna be like listening to the soundtrack much after this. Like maybe I will. It sounds like I could throw that into rotation. That'd be fun. Um. That that's it's funny to say that because yeah I I was like thinking I was like oh should I, should I put this on my like next atmospheric video game like playlist but kind of it's like I only want to listen to this music when I'm playing the situation at hand if that makes sense mm-hmm. like I only want to hear it if I'm diving mm-hmm. your like, diving playlist let's working go. on spreadsheets maybe not <laughs> <laughs> you should make a diving playlist and go think about it you've got the perfect like if you <laughs> learn like, scuba do, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, guys, I got the legit playlist. If we sit close enough to each other, we can have all the same Bluetooth headset just off my iPod. And... <laughs> this will be legit. Trust me. Plus, if you press this walkie-talkie button, you can talk to each other. Trust me. I got the whole thing thought out. God, that sounds so fucking fun. Holy shit. Like, can you imagine having a walkie-talkie <laughs> system between scuba divers that you could also play music on? <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Um, yeah, I loved it, though. I mean, you know. I would say I okay. I heavily liked. It. Let's put it. But that then way. you wouldn't be I able to hear the it. sharks coming for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't actually go scuba diving because that's how you die. But <laughs> but in this like magical, I you know concept that's never going to happen. It seemed fun. Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys don't feel that's the way you die. Anyways, um, yeah, I feel like like but like it's for the same reason that I respect the giant whales. It's like like. You don't get, you don't get a say in the water. What happens? What happens happens to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't get to be like, I don't feel like being in the water anymore. I guess I'll just leave because there's a bunch of animals and they're being really scary to me. It's like, no, you're just in the water now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's it has been decided for you. You you're like, uh, why would you want to go to a place where you are like the slowest a human could possibly be? 
and the animals are the fiercest <laughs> they could possibly be. Like, it just feels like a really dangerous combination. That's just my opinion. You know, listen, your ma- mileage may vary, but I'm a very slow swimmer. <laughs> very slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's also, there's right. just like some really cool subtle effects that I'll say about the animals too. Like, if you guys saw the puffer fish puff up, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, so that was nice. But yeah, I, I was, I say we, I say we rate this bad boy. I say that because yeah. I feel like, yeah, here, I'll, I'll start with it. I, th- I think, okay, to me, this game is a two thumbs up. That's what I think. Um, it's not a gold star to me because I don't have the same reverence for the ocean and for the underwater life as maybe some other people do. And if you do, I feel like this could be closer to that for you. Um, but what I will say is like, I kept thinking in my head at first, like, oh, this is kind of like a cheap underwater journey. And that's not fair. It's not cheap. Like it is maybe in some ways, like maybe made by what feels like, I don't know. I don't even want to say that. But the point is just like, no, it's not really that. It's its own thing. Like this is its own thing. And I really enjoyed it for that. And once again, it did not overstay its welcome either. So I just had a lovely time with it. Like I, I don't really like want games like this to do so much more. I just enjoy them for what they are. I'm happy to have played them. They were wonderful for a long weekend. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope I'll play it again someday. Like, so that to me is like, cool. Serves its purpose. But it's not... I don't need this game to compete with anything at Game of the Year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how I feel. Um, all right, I'll toss to, to Zoe. What do, what do you think? Feel similar? Different? What do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to also give this game a two thumbs up. I think. Um, And this is coming from somebody who does love the ocean and aquatic creatures. Aquariums are like my like must go to place and everywhere that I visit. Um, I am somebody who literally broke out into happy tears when I was at the Georgia Aquarium and saw a whale shark for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, I love I I love the ocean probably as much as Raphael likes space. (laughs) So. The ocean is my space. My space. Ha-ha. But anyway. Um. Hi, it's Tom from MySpace. What the fuck? What was his name? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. But uh, no, I mean, it, it's it's an absolutely beautiful game to play. And and like McCoy said, it's, it's very short. It doesn't outstay its welcome. Um it was just a wonderful two hours to just sit back and immerse myself in. Um, I do. I, I thought the visuals were great. The music, like the whole the whole package in itself, is just just a lovely experience. Um, I don't know if I'll go back and play it. Maybe I will if I'm just really missing like whales mm-hmm. or something. I'll I'll go and play. Yeah, it, like if, this if game we again. gets legalized in your state, you might consider it. I mean, it is oh. legal technically. So, so. then, now is the time. <laughs> Play through two. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Next week we'll be playing Abzu Hi. as a group. Yeah, a fucking recorded playthrough. Jesus Christ. Oh my. We God. only publish it in the states where that's legal. Is that even possible? Not important. Um, no. <laughs> Just, we'll, we'll, we'll shelve that under ideas we'll definitely not execute <laughs> we've got a google sheet for this, somewhere for this idea that it could just sit on for a season yeah okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh no i was i was actually looking because i was i was looking if this uh 
if these guys released any other games. Uh, and they have a game called The Pathless. Oh, I've heard about uh, this. Which has a similar uh, art style. And it's about, uh, like, it's about wind and flying and movement. So I'm kind of curious to maybe give that game a shot after playing this game. Uh, just because I you can't go wrong with it just being a lovely experience. Oh, yeah. Um, this thing's on PS5. That's why I'd heard of yeah. this. Okay, very cool. Very cool. But yeah. Uh, also, just fun fact, I looked it up because uh, Abzu was nominated for Best Artistic or Best Art Direction at the 2016 Game Awards. And mm. uh, I just wanted to see what they were up against for that. Um, they lost to Inside. Um, mm. That game won Best Art Direction. But also Abzu was up against Firewatch. Oof. Uh, that same year mm-hmm. so a lot of a lot of contenders that year. dude inside beat but... firewatch yeah apparently is inside i feel like okay i i just have learned this pattern every time there's an awards where between it's a game that i've played and that i love and a game that i haven't played that's on my list fuck the game on my list it may not it may be way better than that but inside really beats firewatch there damn it must be good apparently no, it's trash. Inside won a lot of awards that year as well. Yeah, and where and where did so. it end up? We can't even get a group of us to play it. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we are the final set. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So yeah, two thumbs up, Abzu. Great game. Highly recommend playing it if you're looking for just a short, lovely experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll toss to Raphael. So... I feel like I should have enjoyed Abzu a lot more than I did because I do like the ocean. Like, uh, maybe not as much as space, but the ocean is pretty cool. Fish are cool. I love cephalopods in particular. Uh, and maybe like, I even I, I recognized like immediately a lot of the things that were extinct in the temple. I was like, oh, that's Anomalocaris. And then I like double checked in meditation to make sure it actually was. And I was like, nice, I got it. Wow. I think um, I think the sea and the ocean is like it is like the space of the earth. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's kind of got that element of like mystery and unknown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that being said, overall I did not have fun in this game. Mm-hmm. And as a game that's only 2 hours long, it felt like it dragged on to me enough that I actually split it up into two separate play sessions. Which is just like it's very not how I play games. Like, yeah, I like to play a game. Like, I'll wake up, I'll play it for twelve hours, and then I'll go to sleep. <laughs> Reasonable. And I'll be like, did I eat today? Like that. That's how I like to play games. Uh, so I couldn't do that with Abzu. Actually, yeah. Um, like, yes, it was beautiful. Yes, the music was really appropriate to the game. But uh, the entire time, I just felt like, when am I done with this? Mm. Uh, and I think that's really unfortunate. Um, but that's how it came off to me. I think in a lot of ways, it felt so similar to Journey. Uh, unlike what McCoy said, I mean, for, for my impression, was it was so similar to Journey that it felt derivative. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And I guess I didn't enjoy Journey that much either, but at least I had some fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have fun in Abzu, and there were a lot of stumbling blocks here. 
there are, I mean, as I said, like the beauty, the the music, uh, the detail that went into the fish and their behavior. Like I can appreciate these at an abstract level, but I it didn't make it fun because there was just no gameplay mm-hmm. from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like the murals in the game and the story background, it was even less substantive than journeys mm-hmm. uh like there there almost wasn't a story mm-hmm. and i mean i guess having settled that that kind of leaves it at meh for me mm-hmm. what you're saying if i can just distill it is that this should have been the evolution of the itunes music visualizer <laughs> that's what you're yes. <laughs> pretty much like <laughs> that that that's actually like there were like really cool screensavers that were basically like aquariums. Mm-hmm. That's what Abzu feels like to me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had to sit in front of one of those for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is not the way I felt it, but I feel like you have articulated it well. Like I can see, I can see what you are explaining and you're right. That does not sound like a good experience that you would maybe want for more time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll pass it on to James. I totally respect that. It is kind of like a walking simulator. Um, except it, it, swimming. There's very little swimming walking. Swimming simulator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I was able to tap into to the uh, the experience that Zoe and and McCoy found um, more, thankfully. Um, so I got to enjoy my two hours spent with this game. Um, but I totally respect that. Like, there is nothing to do here except find the exit um, <clears throat> mentality. I definitely, like, recognize that, like, feeling in my brain um as well um but i uh i did like looking at the fishies and swimming with the fishies um and finding finding our little buds um chiming at them and having them chime back it's cute and uh and it's it's a good price for for a two-hour cute experience, um, and I liked it. And so I will say, um, I don't know. Like, is it a two thumbs up experience or a one thumb up experience? Mm-hmm. I'm I think they're both not valid. sure. Yeah i I think I think I'm gonna go with one thumb up. Um, I do think that I enjoyed a journey more than this game, but I really respect this game for uh, the choices that it made. And I agree with McCoy that more gameplay, like having to pick up sticks off the ground, like an <laughs> E-Shade would have ruined it. <laughs> like it did E-Shade. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, one thumb up. 
But tune into this episode to hear McCoy fight watches, to hear James fight E Shade. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> that was E Shade was a good aesthetic experience ruined by all of the gameplay <laughs> in that game. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair. Hmm. You know what's interesting? Oh. Like yeah, I, I kind of want to leave us on this question, but we could like maybe, but it's like, you know, how like you guys, like we all have tired of genres, right? Like as in like sat there and like, oh God, another, whatever. I need to take a break from this, like JRPGs or something, or I don't know, action, you know, for me, first person shooters even does that. Like everything does that, but it's like, I don't want to get to a place where I'm like, God, I'm just tired of beautiful things. I need to see something a little bit less beautiful. <laughs> A little more mechanical, you know, like that's just like not the world I want to live in. This is the more grindy. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you download Counter Strike again. I know. <laughs> oh God, I was watching this video series where an ex pro player goes through and finds cheaters or like sees if they're cheating or not via the system of the game, whatever I'll spare you. But the point is you look at that game again and you're like, Yeah, I mean like it does look kind of bad yeah and it always it always did look bad i just want you guys to know it always looked bad i would say to anyone who was honest with you about it but the thing is there was nothing else like it at the time nothing and so it's like it's you have either this or nothing it's like you eat this or you go hungry it was like the world of if you wanted to play that game mode and now now it just looks bad it's unfortunate it is unfortunate um cool and with that i think we should Swim out of here. Mm-hmm. All right. Next week, we're playing something completely different. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> so yep. I'm excited. I was going to say, we're kind of doing mechanics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, like, mm-hmm. we, we've had like a decent block of these like atmospheric, you know, beautiful games. You know, Unravel might be a little bit uh, slightly divorced from that but still but next week we are playing something completely different that we are playing the messenger for two weeks and uh, it's Raphael's pick it was a game that i think he's trying to have us play for like the past like six months i swear to god <laughs> um, <laughs> so so we're gonna we're gonna try it out yeah and uh Here's hoping that I can finish the game in under 30 hours due to just my overall horribleness at platformers. Yeah, like you're, you can actually get through so the game. Yeah, 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 at all. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't, we'll ask you about it on next week's podcast, which is how I want to end every podcast. But wait, guys, I have one more thing that we have to add. <laughs> Trust me. Wait, just one more thing, which is that I sent this to Raphael earlier today, and I'm going to paste it in the, quote, podcast chat. Um, but we were making fun. We were all making fun of how there's like sponsored segments to the Valorant tournament this weekend. And you know what I mean? Stuff like, oh, this is the Verizon replay. And so I sent this, I was like, this is the utopia that none of us want or dystopia. None of us want to live in. And it's just hashtag Verizon 5G zero. (laughs) 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 Oh no. (laughs) <laughs> it actually kills me <laughs> that's our show thank, thank you, you so much for listening <laughs> <laughs>
Almost done it right there, there, bro. Verizon 5G zero dual. (laughs)